Hi, friends. Welcome to Bible Time with Barb, where we read a short passage of the Bible, and I'll throw in a few interjections on what we're reading to help simplify words. Oh, did I mention interjection is a fancy word for comment? And then I'll point out key details to help you understand. Today, we move on to Luke chapter 3 with verses 1 through 19. As always, you can read along and journal or draw about today's stories. Let's read on. Chapter 3, John the Baptist Prepares the Way It was now the fifteenth year of the reign of Tiberius, the Roman emperor. Pontius Pilate was governor over Judea. Herod Antipas was ruler over Galilee. His brother Philip was ruler over Iteria and Trachonitis. Lysanias was ruler over Abilene. Annas and Caiaphas were the high priests. All of these names and places give us an idea when in history this occurred, and some of these names appear again in Jesus' life, like Pontius Pilate and Caiaphas. At this time, a message from God came to John, son of Zechariah, who was living in the wilderness. We talked about both of these guys last week, specifically in episodes 4 and 5, where we read parts of Luke 1. Then John went from place to place on both sides of the Jordan River, preaching that people should be baptized to show that they had repented of their sins and turned to God to be forgiven. Isaiah, who wrote a book in the Old Testament that's named after him, had spoken of John when he said, He is a voice shouting in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord's coming, clear the road for him. The valleys will be filled and the mountains and hills made level. The curves will be straightened and the rough places made smooth. And then all people will see the salvation sent from God. When the crowds came to John for baptism, he said, You brood of snakes! A brood is a group of young animals. Who warns you to flee the coming wrath? Prove by the way you will live that you have repented of your sins. That means that you feel bad about your mistakes and turn to God. Don't just say to each other, we're safe for we are descendants of Abraham. That means nothing for I tell you, God can create children of Abraham from these very stones. Even now the ax of God's judgment is poised, ready to sever the roots of the trees. Yes, Every tree that does not produce good fruit will be chopped down and thrown into the fire. Okay, that was kind of a complicated analogy, but basically John was telling the people who came to him to not be baptized, just to be marked safe. He wanted them to do it because they wanted to be in a good relationship with God and live as he told them to. The crowds asked, what should we do? John replied, if you have two shirts, Give one to the poor. If you have food, share it with those who are hungry. Even corrupt or lying tax collectors came to be baptized and asked, Teacher, what should we do? He replied, Collect no more taxes than the government requires. What should we do? asked some soldiers. John replied, Don't extort money or make false accusations. In other words, John said, don't steal or lie about others. He also told them, and be content with your pay. Everyone was expecting the Messiah to come soon, and they were eager to know whether John might be the Messiah. John answered their questions by saying, I baptize you with water, but someone is coming soon who is greater than I am, 
so much greater that I'm not even worthy to be his slave and untie the straps of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. This is a prophecy of what would happen after Jesus returned to heaven. He is ready to separate the shaft from the wheat with his winnowing fork. Then he will clean up the threshing area, gathering the wheat into his barn, but burning the shaft with never-ending fire. Simply put, a wheat farmer separates the pieces of the wheat stalk because not all of the parts get to be put into the bread. Jesus would eventually do this with the crowds of people that came to listen to him. His teachings would separate those who are willing to give up their choices for what God wants us to choose, compared to those that don't want to follow God's guidance. John used many such warnings as he announced the good news to the people. John also publicly criticized Herod Antipas, the ruler of Galilee, for marrying Herodias, his brother's wives, and for many other wrongs he had done. So Herod put John in prison adding this sin to many others. By the way, this sin was according to the government, not God. John the Baptist was a key player in the coming of the Messiah because he was the last and the greatest prophet before Jesus started his ministry. John wasn't always a liked person because he told people what bad choices they had made, but he was a great teacher because he reminded them that they should be honest, share what they can, that's also known as being generous, and content with what they have, all of which are basic ways of how God wants us to live. John was a great example of accountability, meaning if he saw someone do something wrong, they had to explain their choices. You and I can do that with our fellow Christians. If I make a choice, I should be able to explain the good in the choice, and if I see my friends do something that might not be a good choice, they should be able to explain that to me. But we also need to make sure that we do it with the same love and forgiveness that God gives us. If you question your friends, make sure you are kind and that they know you do it because you care for them. Do you have friends that keep you accountable? All right, let's close our time in prayer. Dear God, you are forgiving and so kind. Thank you for our friends who keep us accountable. John told us to ask for your forgiveness, so we take this moment right now to do just that. We ask for your grace and mercy and help us to do better each and every day. Here's your short moment to talk to God before we finish. God, you are an awesome God, and we thank you for these few minutes we get to spend together with you today. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you found something that was memorable or makes you want to understand and love God in a new way. If you have questions, ask. Ask a parent, a friend, a church leader, or even Google. You can also leave me a message on Spotify or email me at BibleTimeBarb at gmail.com. See you next time.